0: Hello there nerds and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the lyrics that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host Curtis Stone and joining me is... David Amon. And welcome to episode 76, season 4, episode 18, entitled Konani, originally airing actually alongside as an hour premiere, a double feature I guess, last week. Uh, with last week's episode, also on April 22nd, 2010. David, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode.
1: Jack has a big decision to make, whether he should choose Nancy or Avery, and it all comes together in one big allegory for the Jay leno Conan O'Brien standoff. Meanwhile, Ceree's wedding is coming up, and Liz organizes a party because she, she's been, because she finds that she's been left out from the Thursday Night Thunder gathering among the crew. And finally... Angie is having issues with her pregnancy, and while she's okay, she wants Tracy to take care of her, and not Kenneth.
0: Yeah. I have memories of this episode, obviously because of the uh, Conan and uh, Jay Leno debacle, which, I mean, at this point now, 10 years removed, it seems like forever ago that that was everything, but I mean, at this time, it was incredibly topical, because this episode aired literally... three months after Conan hosted his last Tonight Show episode, so very topical at the time when this was airing. Now removed, the dust has settled, Conan's in a better place, Jay Leno is officially retired, and they're both, you know, I assume moved on and and forgotten about the whole ordeal for the most part. But uh, yeah, um, I think Tracy was on fire this episode. Like, I think it's the best he's been in a really yeah, long time. Yeah. He had a
1: lot of really good physical comedy yeah. to work with.
0: Yeah. And uh, a lot of great like lines and just like jokes that sort of like under the radar jokes like he doesn't really pause to get to let you get them. He just says them and then like the jokes move on. Like, I thought I thought this was the most uh cartoony that he's been in a really long time and it's also we finally get more about the whole pregnancy that they they started back uh how many episodes ago jeez what was that i mean it was a, it was, a, was the, the egot the holiday, so that was the holiday episode uh, secret santa
1: well remember it was the episode they talked Cause about egot because angie said that
0: right because he was going christmas shopping that's why he got the egot necklace right okay and then she said you would she would give him a baby girl if he got all of those so yeah i mean it's it was 10 episodes ago long time ago really but yeah that's the first time i feel like that story's come back up in a while
1: also interestingly sherry Shepherd isn't actually in this episode i wonder if she neither was there
0: to... is elizabeth thanks
1: oh she is for one really quick shot i don't think that's her i think it's a stand-in because oh. i
0: think because they don't show her they just show mm. the back of her head and it sounds like a dubbed in line anyway i stepped over your your uh Little facts and stuff, but yeah. I don't think it I wonder. If, like, I wonder if it was
1: written for her to appear and she couldn't for some reason. So they, or if they just did anyway. But it's interesting because they mentioned her a couple times. There's definitely, I mean, there would have been opportunity to mm-hmm. show her, but it's all off screen. So yeah. well, her, yeah. her,
0: her involvement is all off screen. I should say as what they've got coming up for the season finale. Maybe they couldn't afford any extra guest stars, so they just yeah. had to. They had to do because even Sari technically doesn't show up for the latter half of this episode. It's mostly well. She's there, but then she's not. But we'll get into yeah. it when we get there. Like To set up the joke, she is at the party, but then she does turn into a cardboard cutout. But that's more visual. We're joke. getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting there. well ahead of ourselves. 22 minutes ahead of ourselves, to be exact. Uh, any other thoughts on this episode?
1: So, at the beginning of the episode, I had some deja vu or something. Like, for some reason, I feel like I remember we covered some sort of storyline in which Liz... Like the crew, the cast and crew was all doing something together, and Liz wasn't invited or involved. And like, but it turned into a lesson around like Jack, like telling her how she was the boss, and like that's how it's supposed oh, to be. Yeah.
0: And I was What's like, that?
1: and I was like, it must not have been, it must not have been. She saw them out at the a place and was excluded from that because I that surely they wouldn't repeat the exact same storyline. But I was like, it felt really familiar, and I was like, wait a second, am I just remembering this from when I saw it? 10 years ago or was there some other storyline and I feel like there's something that we've covered <sighs> yeah. that Liz was excluded and maybe it wasn't a, maybe it wasn't her seeing them out like maybe it was some other way she was being excluded but
0: uh, yeah I feel like it's like a season 1 or season 2 episode where she feels like she's not invited or she's just not told about something and yeah it it's so like, I remember like,
1: using, like Jackie having a lesson around because she's the boss like it's different for her
0: or something. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I remember the speech. It was like they're not your, they're not your friends. They're your fam, or they're not your family or your friends. They're your, they're your, uh, coworkers or they're your Subordance employees or something employees. like that. Oh man, that's gonna drive me crazy. So we can figure that out. Yeah, we'll have to look in on that. I don't know. I, I, I think you're right though. It does seem very similar. But watching all of these back to back, I'm they're all starting to run together again. Oh, maybe it'll come to us. And right, when we get there, any other thoughts before we hop in? Let's hop in. Well, did you think they were getting, like, 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 I feel like... Let's hop back. <laughs> let's hop back real quick. Are, were there any, like, low points? Or, like, do you think, like, the whole Conan-Leno allegory... I mean, I feel like unless it, you... Like, I, I don't know if it would work... Like, or at least it holds up 10 years removed maybe it, it probably wouldn't last you're in this situation but oh,
1: yeah. it was a well there were a couple of moments we'll get to that i thought it was a little on the nose where mm-hmm. it's like if you couldn't tell it was about that like they do a couple things to really drive home that that's what they're referencing yeah, they're which pretty, wasn't i don't hurt. i don't know to me it didn't seem necessary but we can discuss something and so,
0: i mean some of the jokes in that that bit are a little forced, uh, like the whole collects classic car, eh, car. That's exactly what I and was talking like, about. <sighs> that's exactly what I was
1: talking about. Like, it was, it, it was like you're saying, like Oh, by the way, if you didn't know this was really about
0: Jay Leno, Jay Leno
1: we're going to reference things that are directly applicable to, yeah, those people here, yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't, yeah, I think that'll be the one thing that maybe just doesn't hold up as well, even, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, all right. Well, anyway, we're going to get to the cold open, which is basically going to set up Liz and Tracy's storyline, and then when we come back, we'll get into Jax.
2: Hey, did you know that everybody here went out last night without us? Oh, nerds. <laughs>
3: Thursday Night Thunder. That's been going on for years. You
2: know about it? How come I've never been invited? Don't you think that's a little bit rude? Well, I yelled
3: Baba Booey at Walter Cronkite's funeral, so I actually have no idea of what's rude or not. Yeah, well, But I couldn't thunder last night because I had to take Angie to the ER. She had some complications with her pregnancy, so that kind of trumps your little problem. Ah,
2: yeah, you're right.
3: How is she? Well, she's fine, and the baby's fine, but they put her on bed rest till her blood pressure goes down.
2: Well, listen trey if there's anything i can do please let me know
3: there's one thing could you take your angie like a husband until this whole ass ache blows over
2: absolutely not what about you i i'm on it sir
0: so there's the the reason i guess we should since it's a visual joke the reason liz gets excited and stops at the bar is because they are promoting the buffalo chicken shape is not is apparently back, meaning it was in high demand and people wanted it. It's the it McRib just, of... The McRib of that bar, I guess. Yeah, like, uh-huh. I don't know. That just... That just sounds awful. Like, I don't know. Like, I assume alcohol has to be in it. That has to be the... Why would you just drink that without it having... Without having some semblance of alcohol in it? Like, it just sounds so gross. Why
1: not? People like all sorts of great flavor combinations.
0: But that's not a combination. It's just taking buffalo chicken and throwing it in. There's the probably someone water. out there
1: who would really like that. I mean, dipping sure. what? Dipping fries in chocolate ice cream is a thing. So I mean, that's well, I don't know. That's probably that sounds less gross to me than buffalo chicken shake. But you never know what flavors people will like.
0: Yeah, that's true. And also, like, it's supposed to be ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's also true. It is supposed to be a bit. I mean, I've seen it combinations like. I remember my brother. I mean, yeah, like I guess like, I get Wendy's is a national chain, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but people would dip like fries into their frosties and things like that. Like it's gross, but I mean, it's it's all going to the same place. So, what what's the problem? But I remember my brother would put like his fries on his burger, and as a younger kid, I was like, that's gross. But then, again, but then I started thinking about it, I was like. What difference does it make? I mean, if you eat it just after you eat the burger, is it really making much of a difference? Maybe, like well, it's different texture, different. It, when it's style, in your stomach, it taste. doesn't matter. But I guess it, yeah, it going in nice. it might be a little different. Yeah. yeah,
1: God, that reminds me of those. I haven't watched the show in years, thankfully. But <laughs> Big Brother, back when I used to watch it, a really, really, really long time ago, They I don't know if they sold you this, but they used to have it was like I don't know. I think the it was like the, the house was divided into two halves, and it was like a competition where. Like, one half, whoever won the competition got to have their normal food for a week, and the other half had to eat, like, only peanut butter and jelly or, like, only, like, random bland stuff for a week or something. And it was, like, one of the challenges—I don't know if this is every time or just once I can't remember. Anyway, I think I remember a challenge in which, like, basically they had to take, I think, everything they had asked for for food for the week, their special requests, and blend it into like a smoothie and like drink it and like whichever team finished first like won the chat won it or something which is, that sounds like just the most because I mean you'd have I mean you literally have like you know people requesting like I don't know chicken and pizza and brownies and god know I mean you know I can't remember exactly what but god knows like all sorts of combinations that don't go together just like blend it up that they had to drink, which sounds maybe once it's awful. all together that it probably dilutes it so that it yeah. just no, but from the way they they always Very have trouble choking it down. Yeah. So anyway, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw Buffalo Chicken Shake.
0: Mm. Well, I guess if we're sharing weird food combinations, we might as well offer up one of our own. It seems only fair. Uh and I I haven't done this in a really long time. One, because I don't really care for chocolate flavoured anything anymore. Like I think I just you know your taste change or whatever, like I ate so much of it as a kid, as an adult. It's just, I can eat one piece a year and I'm good. I don't need any more chocolate kind of stuff. But I would you, I would go to like buffets and I would get like pepperoni and chocolate pudding, and then just eat that. Don't knock it. Man. And you were just I complaining about people dipping. I wasn't complaining. Their frosties. No, again, I said as a kid, and then I, as I grew up, I got. I was like, who cares? It doesn't make any difference. So, yeah, I know. Wow. But any weird combinations you would eat, or. You would you would maybe say are weird, maybe they're not so weird. Well anything like your parents made you eat or would like any yeah. dishes like family would make or something like that? You were just like, ugh.
1: I mean, I don't know, like I don't know if people would find this weird, but like one thing that I used to really like that my mom would make would basically like sour cream and cottage cheese and noodles, like all mixed together, which I mean it's all I guess it's all like
0: Sour cream and noodles? And
1: cottage cheese. It's really it was really really was good there a name for that? Uh, probably it, probably it was probably some old like German or Jewish or Yiddish dish that, but we didn't we didn't call it that much. probably, but it, I'm sure it comes from that. But I mean, that's the thing where like it's really really good. It, it doesn't even seem. I mean, cottage cheese and sour cream like that's not really opposing flavors. But like that's a thing that like uh, people might think is weird if they haven't tried it. I don't know. Like I I, I really don't have I don't know any like weird. Taste or anything I can think of, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like a that dish is no more different to me than like uh, what's that potato salad like? Isn't that just basically like mayonnaise? Yeah, and, like,
1: I don't, I don't like that because too much. Well, I, I don't mind like German potato salad that uses, I think, like vinegar, but mm-hmm. like American potatoes that use like uh, mayonnaise. Like I'm not a big mayonnaise fan, especially like especially like American like cookout right people gathering potato salads tend to be like super heavy on mayonnaise, which yeah. I just. It's like, like 90% mayonnaise. Yeah, I don't... The rest I'm of not a salad. big fan.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We get it. You're normal. And the rest of us aren't. Well, no. I was really trying to think. I was
1: thinking, surely there's something, but like, I don't really...
0: All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so we come back from the opening, and Jack uh, shares his problems with Liz, who doesn't know really how to help him.
4: Oh, my. I haven't seen your brow that furrowed since you saw that picture of Helen Mirren in a bikini.
2: How is it possible? Is she a wizard? A
4: question for another time, Lemon. I was with Avery last night and I almost had a Nancy-related incident.
0: Oh, Jack.
4: Oh, ma'am. Nah. No. What? I was saying, oh, Nana. Have I not told you about my grandmother fetish?
1: yeah i think you're right like if it they would have surely shown her face if it actually was yeah her. So i feel like if you're gonna exactly have a guest
0: actress you're so. gonna if you're not showcasing them, what's the point yeah, yeah so it was definitely a scene.
4: good eye avery actually tried to get on board later that night she put some mothballs behind her ears and fed me peppermints
2: she is in it to win it
4: this can't go on i'm making a decision about nancy and avery today i'm going in the bunker no distractions I had Jonathan remove the bar and my collection of 18th-century French erotica. I've had to make some tough calls over the years. Switching Scheinhardt's wig production to 100% Chinese cadaver hair, turning down Dick Cheney's offer to become king of Iraq, selecting the brand-new logo for NBC. It's fresh. But this Nancy Avery thing is the toughest decision I've ever had to make.
2: Well, I'm glad you're taking it seriously. Although, sometimes when you try so hard to find love, You can't see that it's been standing in front of you the whole time.
4: Oh, good God. (laughs) What did you come in here for? Uh,
2: Last night, I saw my entire staff out at a bar. They go out every week, and I'm never invited. Do they not even like me? Oh, don't
4: worry. It's healthy. Bosses need to keep their distance from their subordinates.
3: Mr. Donaghy, I have to run out to Mr.
4: Jordan's house. I'll call you when I get there so you know I'm safe. No, I don't care if you're safe.
2: I love you. After four years, I thought I was close with these people. I thought we were a family. Don't say family. Then I see them out at a bar without me giving each other windmill high fives.
4: Like in Top Gun. But this is your staff. You can't let it bother you. You could always come up here and have a drink with me, a fellow manager.
2: Oh, great. That sounds really fun. I'll just pour myself a drink. Oh, I dropped my glass.
1: Is that supposed to be a broom? Anchor the handle. There it is. It says a lot about the state of NBC at the time that I just had to look up and see whether It's Fresh was... Not real. Was really something that used at the time and 30 Rock was making fun of that or just something 30 Rock made up. And it's just something 30 Rock made up, but it says a lot that it could have been real. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And we, from the network of We Peacock Comedy. What? They used, like... Well, unless this is, a, this is another thirty rock show that I'm conflating with the truth, but I'm pretty sure like they had an ad campaign that was like was, like a wee heart comedy, but instead of like heart, like they did like Maybe a peacock, peacock symbol. Yeah, hold on. Let, actually, let me make sure that isn't another thirty rock that show that I'm awful. thinking was a real NBC slogan.
0: Well, speaking of peacock, do we know how that's doing? It still hasn't fully launched it's, yet.
1: Yeah. So it's... I think July fifteenth is what I saw. Is the okay? Okay, so yes, really in the 2012-2013 season. NBC Universal launched the theme "We Peacock Logo Comedy," so that was a real thing that happened. And hold on. Anyway, so yeah, so we Peacock Comedy was definitely.
0: I don't know. It feels like it's pulling from an episode, though. But I can't place it. Well, twenty
1: twelve, twenty thirteen, Thirty Rock still would have been on, so they could have done that as a, as a bumper. Anyway. The summary is yes. So we Peacock comedy was the real slogan, like taking off. I guess the "I love New York" thing. We Peacock comedy that they launched their 2012 2013 fall TV season mm-hmm. to promote their comedies, and it's not a 30 Rush joke. Although there is a clip of Kenneth and Jack talking yeah. about it. Although
0: we'll include it, but uh, it's it, the clip looks like it comes from an episode.
1: I think it might like, just be an ad <sighs> bumper though that they like did like a one of those like ten-second break yeah. ad break.
0: I'll look I into remember. it. I, I'll find it. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, I mean, I've, I've always been curious, like, because Simpsons was pretty big about making fun of the network that they air on in terms of just running down Fox all the time. I wonder how much of the network they have to clear that with when they run down their own network, you know, like, is it like they can only get a couple in an episode or a couple in a season or like, is it just like.
1: Yeah. It's, in
0: all, it's in all good humor, so it's like, we don't really matter. Yeah.
1: Like. Probably as long as they're not, like, seriously, like, demeaning the brand or something, they let them get away with it. And, you know I mean? Like, if they were saying, like, I don't know, like, NBC executives are all, like, child molesters or something. You know what I mean? Like, they right. probably wouldn't yeah. let that fly unless there was some, like, real-world topical thing that they could, like, joke off of. But, like, yeah. something like that, like, I mean, yeah, just making fun of, like, NBC marketing campaigns is, like, I feel like not that... There's a really... or damaging, I don't know.
0: There's a really funny... Well, funny slash topical uh, family guy bit sort of doing that, but they're more so making fun of the NFL where in the episode, uh, Stewie starts playing like peewee football and of course, because he's a little baby, he gets destroyed and so he has a concussion the entire episode, but they're trying to hide it and they're trying to just deny that he actually has a concussion. Um, and at the very end, one of the other kids is like, you know concussions are actually like a, a leading cause of brain damage and they they're rampant throughout the NFL and when they well, as soon as he says NFL like the theme music starts playing oh. and so he has to keep getting louder and the theme music is louder and he and like so they're just yelling over each other so it's like we have to hide the we have to hide right. the bad stuff so you don't think about it but it's just like i feel like the only reason that joke is able to get on is because they offset it by just talking over it kind of Probably, thing like yeah. that but it's like yeah i'm always curious how networks feel when when shows make fun of them
1: well the problem is if like if it's something that isn't really that bad right. and it like there comes out like a story comes out on the media that like nbc whatever like bans because well actually there was a little bit of a controversy on by one of my favorite shows of that I love talking about this, The Good Fight, where in the previous, uh, I think one or two seasons ago, they, um, basically there was a story, somehow it came into play, a storyline around the the um, Chinese leader. And like they, I, I think they did, like the theme that season was, the kind of cutaways, where like they did schoolhouse rock parodies where Jonathan Colvin would like, that episode, there would be still, like some like theme in government or law, whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like they did like a, a mock school schoolhouse rock bit. So one of them was around China and censorship or something. And like I think they had an image of like showing, uh, oh my God, I can't think of the Chinese prime minister's name, but showing him as Winnie the Pooh because that's she like a th- yes, Xi Jinping, Xi, Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping. So anyway, so right, so Winnie the Pooh, it's, it's it's banned because. So I I think I think what happened was there was the, there was some illusion of that or like they showed him as Winnie the Pooh anyway. Because CBS, I guess, you know, does business with China, like, they censored it. Like, they they said that, like, the good fight couldn't air the segment. So, they, apparently, it got to a, a heated thing with the showrunners where, like, they were really pissed. Like, they were threatening to, like, you know, pull the show, like, walk away from yeah. everything. And they ended up, the compromise was they kind of, like, took a dig in the network and, like, the screen, like all of a sudden, went to black and had like a beat, like a siren tone Is it said, like censored, you know, censored for corporate? Hold on, let me see if I can find the exact uh, uh,
0: South Park did that have the same situation, uh, many seasons ago, probably about 10 years ago, where uh, it was, it was in the middle of all the Muhammad stuff of the uh, the cartoonist drawing Muhammad and getting uh, mistreated as a result. And so they were doing a pitch of, like, we just want to show Muhammad on South Park. And they like, and Comedy Central was like, absolutely not. And so it got to the point where the first episode was the buildup of them saying, we're going to show Muhammad, we're going to show him. Second episode is, they're actually going to show him. And at the very last minute, Comedy Central literally stepped in and censored it and just took it where it's similar to that, where they just hit a, a black bar over Muhammad. Mm-hmm. He had no speaking lines or anything, but... They were doing a Family Guy parody also. So it's like, You remember that time I met Muhammad? And it's just him walking, like Peter walking to the door saying, Oh, hi, Muhammad. And then that, that was it. And so, but they put up a little splash on the screen that was like, We actually wanted to do this, but Comedy Central pussed out. So, mm-hmm. and it's like, Man.
1: Yeah. It's so, crazy. <laughs> yeah, so specifically, cable,
0: so it feels like it seems like more wax over yeah. there. As a well, and this is CBS
1: Access. So it's a streaming service, it's not yeah. even any. So, yeah, so. I guess a little more history. Where it started was the Good Wife, the original CBS show that Good Fight spun off of, had an episode about a Chinese dissident being tortured, which mm. led to that show being banned. So the Good Fight was referencing that and doing a bit about the what do you think was one thing, but it was a bit about Chinese censorship in general. So yeah, so the exact thing was they cut to a black screen within big white letters, CBS had censored this, CBS has censored this content, and just stayed there for mm. however long the bit was. And
0: that's crazy.
1: Yeah so uh i guess it there are there are some things that the network says we're, says we're not going to allow yeah
0: hmm. interesting it's i mean um, I, we might cut this just for sake of time but yeah. obviously the tm and square stuff is celebrating it's 30, or not celebrating but it's the 30th it's yeah. the 30th or 31st i think uh, it's 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 one of those years uh i think 31st right
1: Yes, thirty first. Yeah,
0: but uh, someone had shared a video uh, from like ten years ago of someone in China just like walking around doing like a documentary style, and was asking people in the Tiananmen Square area like, "Do you know? Do you know the history of this place?" And they like, they were like, "Yes," and they were like, "What happened here?" And they're like, "I don't want to say," because like, Mm. it's this. because obviously it's a control. It's this CCP, the controlled environment, and it might be someone that you know but they don't know where that video is going to go and who it could get back to so like with smiles on their faces they were like I really don't want to tell you and it's just like that was so heartbreaking and like I mean Americans like to say they're being censored and they're like controlled and the government's watching you but it's like man just take like a look at a lot of other countries and it's like your freedoms really are so much more lax than a lot of other countries like you you really do have a, a well most people have it pretty well over here comparative to somewhere like not all of China but somewhere like China where it's like yeah you really can't say certain things or you will something bad might happen it's like it's it's really bad it's yeah I, I don't I don't think that truth will ever come out I don't, I don't see that country ever changing its ways and well, disclosing that information I want them to but
1: I mean, maybe not in our lifetime, but... Yeah. I mean, well... Something might change, you know. <laughs> no historical empire has lasted forever, of course. That doesn't mean that it can't yeah. ever happen, but... forever
0: Forever's relative, too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Indeed. <laughs> oh, just all these things are winding up. Uh, back to 30 Rock. Um, so we're, we're starting to cut some stuff out. Uh, we've cut out where Kenneth is at Tracy's place, but uh Angie is fighting back as she does not want Kenneth. she wants Tracy to be there as he's her husband uh but meanwhile in the writers room Liz sort of interrogates her her crew uh Siri pulls uh Liz and Jenna aside into the office where everyone goes to clip their tonics
2: hey buddies anybody do anything fun last night what about you Frank what did you do
4: I uh had a doctor's appointment
2: oh really for what oh, oh. God, It looks like the underside of an octopus. Hey, Liz, can I talk to you and Jenna in the office where everyone clips their toenails? Not cool, guys. As you guys know, I'm getting married on May 22nd. You are? Still? Well, it was off for a while because my fiancé was on his dad's yacht and got captured by pirates. But now, thanks to the A-Team, he's back. Sure. He has a different energy now. He's quieter. But we're getting married. And are we still in the wedding? Of course. The bridesmaids are you guys, Andy Roddick's wife, my Dutch cousins, and Penelope Cruz's hotter sister, Monica. You're gonna be so out of place, Liz. Anyway, my mom said that if you guys are gonna throw me a work party, it has to be this week. Oh, no, really? Yeah, I know, I'm sorry. It's just that the schedule's really filling up now that Aris is finally getting over his Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, that reminds me, you guys may have to walk down the aisle with some pirates. It's just, I don't think I can plan a party this week. I'm doing a juice fast, and it's making me really grouchy. You know what? This is perfect. I'll have that party tonight, and it'll be fun. And you'll all see that I'm fun, so screw both of you. And screw everybody out here. Liz Lemon is having a party. And there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party, because a Liz Lemon party is
0: mandatory. That's mandatory fun. fun. That's always that's, that's that's fun. Just grin and bear it.
1: Also, I like how they've kept very consistent with Ceres like Paris Hilton. That storyline of gary married to a Greek shipping heir, and like,
0: oh, that was that Paris
1: Yeah. Well, for well, I don't know if she got married, but like her one of her like longtime boyfriends, I think, when she was like in her famous phase, was like Stavros New York. I can't remember his name, but he basically he was a Greek shipping heir. So I, I just assumed it was playing off that, but they oh, yeah, kept yeah. consistent with like her getting married to a yeah. new guy or like being captured by pirates. So because yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's only been referenced, I feel like, one yeah. a couple times this season. So it's like they've kept pretty good continuity. Like considering. yeah, they've kept the name. The name yeah. is,
0: the name is right. This the small, very underlying story of her getting married, him being uh, robbed or help, help, taken hostage by pirates has been an ongoing storyline that. Yeah, and it'll pay off in the wedding. We'll see those pirates show up. So there's some consistency, there's a good job going, writers. Good job. Uh, meanwhile, after the first ad break, we're back from commercial. Uh, Jack is using his heart to try and discern if Nancy or Avery's the best one for him, uh, but he takes a break to deal with the janitor situation.
5: I'm sorry, sir. There's a minor janitor problem. I apologize for letting a Kashmiri into your office. I just need five minutes of your time, Mr. Donny. Five minute? Padre or Rajkumar be at na vakt? Secondo me kintehe.
4: Now would be a good time, actually, to handle the janitor situation. But, sir, what about... I always say bosses should stay deeply involved with their subordinates. Does this mean you're coming to my cabaret? Jonathan, close the door.
5: Please. So what can I do for you? It has been a week and I've heard nothing from you, sir. Have you forgotten our agreement about me taking over 1130? I'm sorry, what? Five years ago, I threatened to quit unless you got me out of the late night shift. Wow. Other than some notable recent exceptions,
4: NBC never guarantees employment terms five years in advance. I have a contract. That is my signature. You signed it on April 22, 2005. Okay, in my defense, every April twenty-second, I honor Richard Nixon's death by getting drunk and making some unpopular decisions.
5: Well, I want the earlier shift. It's better pay and more prestigious. Ever since I'm a little boy, I'm dreaming of hosing the tonight shift. Okay, uh, calm down, Uh, Konami.
4: I understand that I made you a promise, and we're going to keep it, because this is NBC, the biggest loser network. So you'll fix this today? Well, this is a janitor emergency, and I really have no choice but to make it my number one priority. Good, thank you.
5: Can I have those pictures for a special book the janitors keep? Absolutely not.
0: So there's our first heavy-handed. Uh, if you're not sure, this is Conan and Jay Leno bit of him hitting it hard of hosing down the... hosing the tonight. shoot. Well, he says hosing.
1: Oh, okay. I thought I just said hosting. Yeah. Why well, no yeah. does like, like, the longest time the subtitles say hosing? That makes like a lot more sense. Because hosting, hosting the who hosted? The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little. Like that's a little on the nose. Yeah. But 11: Right, the 1130s, That's obviously a direct reference. Yeah. Also, there's a really good bit of physical humor where the contract is like <laughs> he tears off a piece like the toilet paper or not the toilet paper but the oh, paper towel roll he has under his arm, which which why not NBC?
0: Why not? Uh, I hope it was notarized. Otherwise, it's not legally binding. Uh, but there's always a, a, a line that stood out to me when Jonathan is uh, trying to keep uh, Karnani out of the office. He says, I'm sorry that a Kashmiri uh, just walked in. And I was like, what does that mean? But I looked it up, and it's just like an ethnic group in India. It's not like a slur. It's not like maybe it, maybe in Indian culture it might be like a dip. Because they, they are a very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, chaff? Cast, cast. Thank based? you, thank you. Yes, they're very caste-based system. So maybe, I, I didn't see anything in my research, but maybe they're like a lower in the caste system. Yeah, well, I'm not sure
1: it's that. Like, well, I will not claim to be an expert no, in really Indian history and relations, but I think there is a lot of tension among different regional and ethnic groups. Like, <laughs> right, well, right now the current Prime Minister is like very anti-Muslim and there's like mm-hmm. a lot of issues right now around anti-Muslim racism and incidents. Anyway, there's a long history I think in India of regional mm-hmm. rivalry discrimination, mm-hmm. differences, and yada yada so just like, I, I kind of guess the, it was yeah, the only Muslim, thing I, yeah, I'm reading it is I'm definitely not an expert in those things so yeah,
0: and maybe that, I mean this is going to sound bad maybe but because he's a janitor maybe the Kashmiri is also saying that like someone lesser Mm-hmm. is in your office. I'm sorry that someone lesser is in your office. I'm not sure. Like, it didn't seem to say that they were, like, bottom rung or anything in, tar- in terms of the cast system, but I don't know. I've, it's it's always been such a weird line that stuck out that I'm too ignorant to know what it actually implies or means other than just taking away it could mean this. I don't know. All right, meanwhile, at Tracy's house, uh, Tracy has come to save Kenneth from Tracy Sr., good Good monster
3: good scary monster hey Ken isn't that a fun place to stand oh I forgot to warn you about my dog Tracy Senior I trained him to hate white people because not the profile but most ghosts are white this is my boy here and look what Angie did to him she set up an invisible fence he gets shocked if he tries to leave the property just because he'd run away and cause car accidents and impregnate neighbors' horses he's trapped here just like me Sir, you're not trapped. Mrs. Jordan just wants me to be here for her. I'm trying, Ken, and I want to be responsible, but I've been me for a long time. Well, Mrs. Jordan isn't asking for a lot. Right now, she just has a craving for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, we're not supposed to do any sex stuff while she's on bed rest. Oh, like a real one. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will get Angie to stop calling me irresponsible. Just stay focused and take this sandwich to my wife. No, nope, I'm in a strip club, my bad.
0: It's a fun little match cut of him like shaking the napkin and then it Yeah, wishes away right into the strip club, it's yeah. always
1: fun. Also I really like the line, I'm trying to be irresponsible but I've been <laughs> me for a really long
0: time. <laughs> oh, he's aware of his problems, but can't he change? Uh, meanwhile, back at 30 Rock, Liz is asking Jenna for advice on how to throw the perfect party.
2: Hey, Jenna, if I'm expecting about 20 people tonight, how much ice should I get? Oh, you don't want to mess with that stuff, Liz. Ice has caused a lot of ODs in the porn community. Oh, you mean frozen water? Well, I don't know. Well, I just uh, don't want to forget anything. Don't worry. No one's expecting a lot. No! Tonight is going to be different. There's going to be booze and a karaoke machine and that Black Eyed Peas song they wrote for bar mitzvahs. the Maroney to the floor. Sure it will.
4: Hello? Lemon, you know Subas, the current first shift janitor?
2: Uh, kind of.
4: According to the janitor community, you call him frequently regarding home toilet situations.
2: No, it's not that. We're dating.
4: Lemon, please. Look, I just need his phone number.
2: Wait, what does this have to do with Avery and Nancy?
4: That is taking a back seat to this janitor situation right now. I need Subas to step down.
2: But Subas does a great job. Look,
4: five years ago, I promised Konani the earlier shift.
2: Why would you ever promise that?
4: Honestly, these immigrants have a tough life, no health care, and I kind of just thought he'd die before it became a thing. Are
2: you sure that you're not just using this as an excuse to avoid your real problem?
4: Lemon, this is a janitor emergency. I need that phone number. Hey,
2: okay, let me find it. Subas, scrolling. I know
4: you know it by heart.
2: 917.
4: All right, Konani. If I've learned anything from recent experiences that we have to handle this next step with Subas
5: very delicately. Oh, don't worry. Subas will want to leave, spend time on his hobbies. He collects classic car... <laughs> cardboard. Classic cardboard.
1: I mean,
0: that's just so heavy-handed.
5: It was, yeah, that was...
1: Because like at this point, I don't know, I feel like it's pretty obvious what they're referencing, so it's like, that just like is a little too, like, by the way, if you... If you
0: still haven't got it, yeah. if you haven't got the winks that we're giving you out and everything, like... Yeah, hopefully this spells it out for you.
1: Also, I found the this line a little weird. Like, but he Subas does a great job. It's like I don't know, but Jay Leno wasn't ever exactly crit- critically acclaimed. Like, yeah. he's like I mean, he's like an he's like an iconic I guess late night host. But like, I feel like he was pretty much ragged on for like kind of like basic yeah. jokes and segments yeah. and stuff. So it's, it's like that was kind of sure. like does he like did Jay Leno do a quote unquote great job? I mean, I guess he got good ratings and yeah. stuff. But,
0: but maybe they were also know. being fair to both parties. Yeah, because I, so. I mean, like we know that. Conan has a relationship, at least with 30 Rock, where he's been on the show and probably worked with a lot of people from the show. So maybe they don't want to seem fully biased, but yeah. Hmm. But I feel like Jay Leno was the punchline for a lot of comedians just because he was very safe. He never really seemed to do anything too outside of normal in terms of a Tonight Show host. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we come back from the second act break, and we meet Konani and Subas uh, as they come to negotiations with Jack.
4: Subas, thank you for coming in and for showing me your uh, special book. More men in it than I would have expected. Book is book. Indeed. as Subas, you've been with us a long time, and you've done great work here, but we need some new blood. I've decided that it's time for you to step aside and Konani will take over at 1130 no I'm in a union well I have
5: a contract meeting
4: over uh, no no hold on uh, there's always another option what if we reinvent the way people think about their nightly trash removal no thank you what if the night shift just got a whole lot earlier gentlemen there is a way for everybody to get what they want and for me to look like a genius and a hero your bullcrapiness no I am not I am innoventing a word that I just invented. <laughs>
1: NBC. It's fresh. So that was also really on the nose, but it works. Like it works a lot better because, yeah. like, I could I could see in the pitch meeting, like it being pitched as we're going to redefine the way people see. It. And I, I think the phrase like "late night is about to get a whole lot earlier." I feel like I think that's an exact marketing line for the think that's ad campaign they pitched it. when they moved J-110 to ten. Like yeah. late night's about to get a
0: whole lot earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds absolutely one hundred percent. So even though
1: that's like really the nose, like I actually like that because it was
0: yeah, it was way more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. about that, but well, well it was subtle, but,
1: like it was, but it was cardboard, but it was, it was, it was, it was clever and funny and not in like the by the way, where this is the you know Jay Leno get it because he likes cardboard type. That yeah. was a little you know.
0: Yeah, and um, the reason we're not spending too much time talking about all that is one. Well, we have before. (laughs) We have before, uh, and we wouldn't be able to really do the entire story justice. But I would say if you are curious about it, uh, there's a podcast that I listen to called Laser Time. And uh, I can't believe this episode's really that old. But uh, early 2019, they did a rundown of the entire saga of the Conan O'Brien, Jay Leno, Tonight Show. You could say fiasco, whatever you want to call it, uh, and they they do a mo- I mean, most of the cat, most of the hosts are pro Conan, but they do a fair job of showcasing Jay Leno's side of the whole argument and the whole situation. So it's 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 a little biased in terms of their Conan love, but they present a fair argument for both sides. So I think if you want to learn more about it, even though it's ten years removed for whatever reason. Uh, I would say seek that episode yeah. out it is uh, it's called the Complete Saga of Conan O'Brien's Tonight Show. So if you just google that or you Google laser, laser time Conan, it will be the first thing in your search. so yeah. seek and it out.
1: Also I've definitely talked about this book both times we've talked about it before but like the definitive account of that saga mm-hmm. is the book The for Late Night by Bill Carter who was like a television reporter for the New York Times I mean he had like lots of access to, them, lots of behind the scenes stuff. So that's like the probably the most like thorough, like quote unquote journalistic, I guess, investigation of it. So, yeah. If you really, but, if you're really interested, that's. like... But no
0: one reads books, so just go read. Well, do listen yes. to a podcast. You can do. You can do both. You can do both. Maybe they'll make it an audiobook at some point. Yeah. I would I would I feel like we mentioned this. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a, an actual documentary or maybe like a movie at some point made out made oh yeah out There's, just because I feel like yeah. I it was, there yeah hasn't been such a pop culture moment that we're I mean we're still kind of talking about it to this yeah. day like i feel like it set a lot of standards for how you don't do business right uh, going forward and things like that but um i would i would maybe check it out because it's it's definitely an interesting story to to just just for entertainment sake of how one guy was promised something and then that time came and because things changed they didn't uphold their promises or whatever like it's it's a pretty wild ride so i would say seek out that history it's a lot of fun it's heartbreaking too but it's it's a lot of fun meanwhile tracy and kenneth concoct a plan to keep tracy at home because he's invited to liz's party but he feels his priority is to stay with angie and keep her safe so they decide to strap the dog's electric collar on tracy to keep him home uh, meanwhile Jack is still mulling over his Nancy and Avery decision and Konani is uh, here for his night shift and it's not going well.
4: There he is. How's your first day going? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. Konani, I don't know enough about being a janitor to understand what you're trying to tell me.
5: There's no trash, Jack. Ever since you moved Subhas to 10 o'clock, he takes all the trash. No trash left for Konani. Okay. Well,
4: there's a solution to this. What if you and Subas share 11.30? No,
5: I wouldn't do that to 11.30. Well, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? There are two people who want the same thing. They can't both have it. You need to make a decision. I can't. Damn it, I can't. Don't you think I know what it's like to have two amazing people who both want the same thing? I do.
4: And with Nancy and Avery, I'm the thing, Konani. I'm the trash shift.
5: That sounds very difficult. It's impossible. It's paralyzed me. I just want everyone to be happy. It doesn't work that way. One person's heart is going to be broken. You have to choose. I'm sticking with Subhas, Konani. I'm sorry. Okay. I know that was hard for you. And don't worry. I have a job for me at Fox. <coughs> Woods. Fox Woods Casino. My cousin is head janitor there. You ought to get that cough checked out
1: and so with that it gets a little also a little on the nose with referencing back to the Nancy and Avery situation it's like I don't know like I I feel like it was obviously paralleling that and it was another situation where he had to make a decision between two people so like I don't know. I guess I just don't like when shows get like super on the nose like that. Like where it's like...
0: Not only get on the nose but then like keep hammering it. So it's like do you get this or not? Yeah. You probably got it the first time. Get it? It's
1: a parallel. He has to make a tough decision in two different cases and he's using this to avoid the real situation. Yeah.
0: And even like the next lines coming are like you're gonna hurt someone. Someone's right. I and mean, it's just like, it's yeah. like I, I don't know, how much. How better can you spell it out? Yeah. Like, it, I guess probably some
1: people find that funny, like, it's like it, because it's so like obviously like referencing that. I guess, yeah. but that's it. Just it, that doesn't work as well for me. I guess.
0: No, I mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. I, I feel like there are jokes maybe that linger yeah. or or pull or, or that are stretched out that do work for me, but this isn't that kind of humor. Doesn't work for me. That's the last of that storyline. That's the last preference. Did Conan actually get a job at Fox? No, it was, I think that. it was uh, rumored that that was where he would go be oh, because okay. I think Fox was trying to reignite their late night. Uh, Does Fox uh, re- have a late? Well, night? I say reignite. I think Arsenio <laughs> Hall was like their biggest one that they had, but he was like early to mid '90s, and then they had like a Chevy Chase, I think, did for like six episodes, and mm. then Spike. was like who yeah i know right (laughs) i've never heard that look it up though uh it ran way longer than you would think it did Uh, sure i think he was like he was a producer i think and he just had like the right connections was able to weasel himself into having like a late night talk show that ran way longer than you think it would uh but at this time they had
1: 2006 to 2009 yeah i've never heard of this person
0: no wow yeah. yeah
1: Oh, he was a writer on Letterman and yeah. Seinfeld. So he just man. had connections okay. and
0: uh, got a job out of it.
1: Wow, that's weird.
0: I've never. Well, oh, Farisson. Fairsten. Ferriston. Okay. Is it Fi... what did I say? Fire... Firestein. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard of Spike
1: Ferriston either. But... Yeah.
0: Well, I think the only was it a. I think it was a Saturday Night Show. Because I feel like the only reason I know about it is because it would come on after Mad TV. I think. So, and I never watched Um, it, but I just knew it existed.
1: Well, it had 72 episodes over three seasons, so yeah, it couldn't have been an an every-night thing then.
0: No, I think it was a weekly thing. Okay. Yeah. But I think Arsenio was the biggest Fox late-night talk show that was 20 years ago before this. Yeah, because then you think,
1: like all the other, like obviously CBS has Colbert, ABC has Fallon, ABC has Kimmel, but you don't think of like a Fox thing. No. (laughs) Okay, so tying it back into specifically the Fox reference, yes. Like the, the problem, the thing at the time was this was that either Leonard McConaughey, the quote unquote loser, would go to Fox because yeah. they wanted to get into late night space. But obviously they didn't, so. Yeah, and Conan, Conan ended, ended up
0: going to TVS and has right. been there for 10 yeah. years now. So he's but doing that. What this. does Fox actually do late
1: night? Right, so, okay, so, yes. So it's been a really long time. The Chevy Shea show looks like it was the last time they tried to do late night programming outside of Saturday nights because everything since then. Mad TV Saturday Night mm-hmm. Special with Roseanne Barr, talk show with Spike Ferest and Wanda Sykes show, animation domination. This is all saying Saturday nights. The last time they tried was something called Party Over Here from March to May 2016. So yeah, it just must be local affiliate and syndicated stuff that they are. Yeah. They just gave up, I guess. The internet is not as clear and definitive on these <laughs> things as you would expect. from basic. Guys. What you think would be basic facts?
0: Back to Thirty Rock. <laughs> Uh, Tracy is staying at home, he's taking care of his wife, and then he gets a phone call from Kenneth, where he has to prove himself as a good husband.
3: This better be meat mint, I'm importing. Mr. Jordan, it's Kenneth Parcell, for work and friendship. Hey, Ken. With all the excitement, I forgot that Mrs. Jordan had asked me to get her blood pressure medicine. She left it in her car. But, sir... Her car is parked out on the street. Oh, my God. I know. It's outside the electric fence. Oh, my God! I just didn't want to go outside. It's chilly. I can come back. This is all my fault. No. This is something I have to do myself. You're a good husband, Mr. Jordan. Sir, is there any chance her dog followed me here? Yes, he probably picked up your sit and is hunting you. I suggest you cut off a finger and throw it in the river.
0: Poor Kenneth. I like that line of uh, Tracy, it's, it's outside in the car, and he's like, oh my god, outside the electric fence, I just didn't want to go outside, it's chilly, he's not even thinking of like what the main uh, problem is, it's just he doesn't want to be uncomfortable. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Meanwhile, Liz's party, it is happening, I wouldn't say happening in a good way, it, it's happening in that it is ongoing. Uh, no one seems like they're having fun, <laughs> except for Jenna. But she's on a a diet, uh, a juice cleanse. Diet, so a juice cleanse. So she's just crazy, more so than usual.
2: Wow, Liz, good work. This looks like the post-coital suite at the NBA All-Star Game. Thanks, Jenna. Well, so now that everyone's here, maybe someone should say a few words. Absolutely. Jimmy Crack-Con and I don't care Jimmy Crack-Con and I don't care Choose fast delirium, Liz Um, I'm glad you could all make it to Ceri's party I don't have a lot to say, just that the bar is open and the karaoke machine is ready to go Karaoke? Awesome! Yeah You think I don't know what that is? I know about Thursday Night Thunder and I know that I'm not invited! Uh oh I deserve to be loved
4: Oh no She's going wide.
2: I am a proud, single woman. How
4: did it become about this?
1: Go out the window, save yourselves. I
2: may not have a real family, but I thought at least I had one at work. Which is not what I wanted for myself, by the way. You think when I was a kid, I dreamed of someday paying $1,200 for a karaoke machine to impress a bunch of pasty losers? And a professional singer who's beautiful, but doesn't know it. So, now let's all go around the room and apologize to me.
1: Oh my god, this is the worst.
2: Oh, I have nowhere else to
1: go! Dog! Dog attack! Quickly, that is the limitiest thing ever. Let's let's go around the room and apologize (laughs) to me. Yeah,
0: like not go around and say a nice thing. It's like, you're all here, I'm keeping you here until you all apologize. But I feel like, I, I also like Jenna's line there of, also a beautiful singer, <laughs> a, a, a great singer who's beautiful, but doesn't know. It. It's like, is she pitching a movie right now? Like, what is she doing? What is that, what's that What's back backdoor brag that she... That humble brag? Mad, humble brag, yeah. Well, she calls it a backdoor brag. Yeah. She slips an everyday compliment inside of everyday conversation. Right. So we should also explain the visual joke there. We mentioned it at the beginning, but in this scene, Seri is really there, but she's posing as the cardboard cutout, which is then revealed. And the next yeah. time we go back,
1: what else you're I mean, she stays frozen in that position yeah. the entire time. She doesn't speak or move or anything. She's just nope. standing in the background in a yeah. little yeah. holding it's, a drink pose. It's easy to
0: miss because they don't focus on it too much, but it's only when Lutz calls it out that it makes you want to go back and like, wait a minute, she was there the whole time. She is, and it really was her, but they replace her with the cardboard broke out in the next bit because that's the joke. Um, but yeah. ha, ha 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 ha. So funny. So while Tracy is dealing with his uh, electrical dog collar problems uh the gang in liz's uh, apartment is turning to her for help to get them out of this sticky situation
2: why is that thing following you hunting me electrical collar Escape in this room! Why are we even here? You make a show up, you start yelling, and then we get attacked by a dog! Seree didn't even come! That's just a cardboard cutout of her! But I rescued her. Ah! Everybody,
4: everybody, 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 shut up! We need to figure out what we're gonna do.
2: Oh, really? Now I'm a part of the group? Now you like me because you're in trouble and you need someone to bail you out? Yes, that's
3: exactly why we like you. We love you. You solve our problems. That's what you're good at. So
2: what if you're not fun at parties? Yeah, you know who's fun at parties? Paris Hilton, Andy Dick, Tracy, and they're all gonna burn in hell. Oh, God! If you deliver me from
3: this, I promise every Sunday for the rest of my life, I'll go to... Huh? I'm through
5: it. Pizza hut. i
1: go piece of That's a really clever cut between Jenna saying they're gonna burn in hell. So please, God, yeah, save me yeah. if I make it
5: through this. Yeah, I'll I go guess, to church.
0: Yeah, <laughs> begging for his life. I guess we haven't really talked about it. And I don't. I mean, I don't know anyone that uses them. I know when I was younger, they were more prominent thing, but I feel like there was a turn on the electrical dog collars if like they were more. Well, I think most people. Well, all right. So the first thing is, some people found them sort of like unethical and yes, they're inhumane. You're, you're hurting the dog, but i also like they're only supposed to be on with air quotes uh, to teach them, and then you turn it off mm-hmm. because the dog is supposed to know its boundaries. So mm-hmm. it's inhumane to teach uh, in teaching them, but then once you turn it off, it's less humane or or it's more humane, I guess. But I feel like. I don't know if they're as prominent as they once were, I don't know too many yeah. dog owners well, that still use them. I don't know.
1: I mean, maybe they are. We don't know anyone, but that doesn't mean there's not plenty of people. Yeah, out I mean, who with do. the
0: people that I know that I work with that have dogs, I don't feel like I yeah. ever see their dogs with those on, like in pictures and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. Look, if this
3: is a family that makes you the mom, and you don't want to go out drinking with your mom,
0: you want
4: mommy to make the monsters go away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everything's gonna be all right. Uh, okay, Tracy Senior. Let's see what you've got. Uh. Oh! Run! Run, my losers! Great party, Liz. Everybody take some cups!
0: So that is Konani. Um, I kind of forgot by the end of our podcast that this even was about Conan and. Get it,
1: Conan, Konani.
0: Thank you. Finally, I figured it out. Uh, Yeah. Final thoughts on this episode before we wrap it up, and then talk about the post-credits or credits scene. Um, I I thought
1: it was a good episode. I liked it. Lots of good funny bits and such
0: yeah it's it's good uh it's it's been a while since we've seen tracy this goofball cartoony uh so it was nice to have that back for a little while um even though the conan and jay leno stuff is very on the nose and hits you over the head repeatedly at the time it was incredibly topical uh and it was more poignant but i think i think we said again so we don't repeat ourselves too much but 10 years removed it's it still works, but it, I feel like as time yeah. even moves on, well, it'll be less. Just, I you know,
1: mean, I feel like a lot of Thirty Rock jokes are very,
0: of the time. Of the time. I mean, some
1: aren't. Some reference like older stuff, especially like older political stuff. But I mean, there are a lot of also like common topical stuff. So I think I think some ways, you know, just some jokes are. I mean, data sounds like a bad thing, but I mean it's kind of true. Like they're set their top at the time, but maybe aren't as much anymore.
0: So while this episode was going on. I do all right well the post credit scene basically is wrapping up everyone's story uh even though tracy's already wrapped up but liz gets her top gun windmill high five from jack as we roll credits uh anyway well as always thank you for joining us on go to there if you like what we're doing rating reviewing all that fun stuff it's going to be the best way to help us out otherwise we will see you next week in episode 77 season 4 episode 19 entitled argus wherein Jack inherits Don Geis' prized peacock named Argus, and Jenna begins dating Paul, a Jenna impersonator, so she can finally love herself. If you would please take us out.
1: See you next time.
2: Hi, Sabas. I have an extra headshot I was going to throw out, unless you want it for something.
1: No,
5: you're not book.
2: Why? What am I doing wrong?
4: Wanting to be book is not book.
2: Hmm. So you solved your janitor thing. Now back to Nancy and Avery. Top Gun
4: high five for courage. Only because you look like you need it so badly.
2: I'm fine with that. Liz Lemon is having a party. And there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party, because a Liz Lemon party is mandatory.